sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Good morning. Welcome each one to the service this morning. It's a blessing to see y'all here. God is good. That one verse stood out to me that was read. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. And that just kind of struck me. Great is the Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. He understands everything that we Maybe we don't understand everything, but God, He understands everything. He is infinite. Praise the Lord. I also appreciated the song service this morning. That was a blessing. Um, the song there about open the wells of salvation. Um, I was just thinking about that. You know, God is a well of salvation, and I, th- I've, I believe the well is already open. We just need to come and partake of that. That living water, God is a living water. So this morning, I uh, I don't feel like I have a lot, and I feel a little um, not sure where this is all going to go. But I'm trusting God that He'll give the uh, the increase this morning. But I'd like to look at the goodness of God. It's uh, something that we probably all know about. But God is good. And just looking at His goodness, the Bible is full of it. And my mind kind of started thinking about this um, last Sunday when I think it was Micaiah read Isaiah 55, verse 1 to 3. And maybe I'll turn there and read that. I think also Larry read out of Isaiah, I forget what chapter it was, 35 or something like that. Um, but this kind of got me thinking about this. Here in Isaiah 55 it says, Ho, every one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. I don't know how your heart feels when you listen to those verses. I know for me it's just a, I don't know, it's kind of a, an encouraging um, chapter just to think, I guess it just kind of encompasses all of God and what he is. Um, and I'd like to kind of go through this just a little bit, and then I'll maybe turn over to to a few other chapters here in Psalms about God's goodness. Um, but just this first word is ho. And basically, I had this thought of waiting, wait and listen. Wait and listen. And God is calling to everyone, which includes all of us. 
no matter where we're at, maybe we're sad, maybe we're happy, maybe we're discouraged, or maybe we're encouraged. Wherever we're at, God is calling everyone that thirsteth. Eventually, we all are going to thirst. We need water. That's just kind of a given understanding. But I just think of this, everyone that thirsteth coming to the waters and just thinking of just an endless, I guess you could say, an ocean of water. If, you, if you've ever been to the ocean, just, just look out and see the vastness of that water and you know just the power that's there the the endless supply that's god that's what he is to us and he calls us to come come and listen or wait and listen hear what i have to say everyone that thirsteth come ye to the waters come and buy wine and milk which will not only quench the thirst fair water would do that but nourish the body and revive the spirits Buy without money and without price. These gifts are so valuable that no price can be set on it. Christ purchased them at the full value, with price, not with money, but his own blood. And that just, I guess, is a blessed thought to me. There's nothing that we can do to earn this. You know, it's it's not just water, but there's also, he, he mentions here, milk and honey. Or milk and wine, sorry. And it's more than just water. You know, that's rich. Milk milk is rich and wine. Wine is something that's valuable. It's expensive. and But it's all free. And it's kind of a beautiful word picture there, what Christ is to us. And then we, so often, you know, we, we might try to, he talks about why do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not. It says, to hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. There's a little um, word there that says, hearken diligently unto me. We need to draw near to God. We need to hearken unto God and what he is calling us to do. Come. Come to the waters and eat that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Just that idea of delighting in fatness just sounds, sounds amazing, doesn't it? Just um, reveling in God's goodness is basically what I would get out of that. God is rich. And He wants us to delight in Him and receive all that He has. Says, incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I'm sure we all want to live. We don't want to die. We want our soul to live, and we need to incline our ear and come to Christ, and our soul will live. And then he doesn't stop there, but he says, I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Just a blessed promise, an everlasting covenant. Everlasting, that means on and on and on. On into eternity. Even the sure mercies of David. He came and he um, gave his life so that we can have that everlasting life. So thankful for that. So with that, I'd like to go into Psalms 34. I have a few chapters here in Psalms I would like to read. And just, I guess, immerse ourselves in God's goodness. Um, there's so many chapters here in Psalms that we could pull out 
and read. This is a very familiar passage here, Psalms 34. David calls us to magnify the Lord with him and let us exalt his name together. So maybe we can do that this morning together as we read through this chapter and a couple others I have. So here, starting in verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. There is no want. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil, and do good. Seek peace, and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut them, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. This is a a chapter that's always blessed me tremendously. There's so much in here. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Everything that happens to us is God has a plan for it, even if it's something that maybe looks bad. I was thinking of back in uh, Genesis when Joseph was sold to Egypt by his brothers and then this famine came along and we know the whole story there how Joseph kind of went up through the ranks and finally became a, a king there but his brothers came down and and through the whole thing he told them that what, as far as in relation to why they, they sold him to Egypt as a slave and then this famine came but he told them that God, God or no you meant this for evil, but God meant this for good. And that, that just has always stood out to me. You know, sometimes we, you know, that whole situation to us looks like a, it was a bad situation. It, it wasn't a fun thing, I'm sure, for Joseph to go through. But Joseph came to the place that he realized that God meant this for his good, for good for, for a lot of people. And there was a reason. God had a reason behind all that. So just, you know, thinking of that, keep that in mind as we go through life. Sometimes we can't see the good, but God means it for good, what he's doing, what happens. 
Let's go to Psalms 103, verse 1 to 5. And this is, I'm sharing this to my, or preaching this to myself, I guess, just this whole thought of, of waiting, of wait and listen, and just, I guess, delighting in God's goodness, um, taking the time to do that. I know I need to do more of that. You know, life is full of, of busyness and um, difficult things sometimes that can kind of drag us down and discourage us. I guess just uh, encouragement for myself and for all of us just to just to uh, delight ourselves in God's goodness and His richness, His fatness, like it says there in Isaiah. It can really uh, boost our spirits. So here we go. Psalms 103, verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Isn't that an amazing thought there? Thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Just the thought of eagles, you know, soaring through the sky. Those big, majestic birds. God wants us to have that in our life, in our Christian life. He satisfies us with good things. And I was thinking, you know, in relation to water and milk and wine, you know, water can satisfy our thirst, but there's also a satisfaction that comes when your stomach is full of good food. You know, milk has you know, a nourish or a satisfying effect. And God wants to have us in that, to be satisfied with where we're at. He satisfieth thy mouth with good things. Psalms 107. I think we'll read the whole chapter here says, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their hearts with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and brake their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. 
Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits' end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quiet, so he bringeth them unto their desired haven. O that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people, and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turneth rivers into a wilderness, and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into a standing water, and dry ground into water springs. And there he maketh the hungry to dwell, that they may prepare a city of habitation. And sow the fields, and plant vineyards, which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also, so that they are multiplied greatly, and suffereth not their cattle to decrease. Again they are minished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow. He poureth contempt upon princes, and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction, and maketh him families like a flock. The righteous shall see it, and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise, and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. That last verse there is interesting. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. And I'm, I'm guessing as you listen to those words there, we could see the loving kindness of God in so many ways. And how they, you know, there was these bad things that they did. They rebelled against the words of God, did things that were... You know, maybe even worse than what we would even think about doing. But they cried unto the Lord, and he saved them out of their distresses. Each and every time, they cried to God, and God saved them. God's loving kindness is so amazing. So whatever we find our, wherever we find ourselves, you know, if we feel like we're in despair or... Um, we need God. Just cry out to Him and He will be there. He will save you. Romans 8, verse 31 to 32 says, What shall we then... It kind of breaks into the latter part of chapter 8, but it says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son... But delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? The goodness of God is the generosity of God, and the fact that he didn't spare his own son, he delivered him up for us all. 
he will also freely give us all things. And I kind of have a list of things here. And there's many more. But things that God gives us. He gives all things. He gives hope. He gives a future. And Jeremiah says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. He gives rain and sun. He gives grace. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. He gives strength and power. It's a familiar uh, passage here. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. God gives wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. He gives blessing. He gives rest. He gives food and provision. He gives sleep. He gives deliverance. He gives increase. He gives victory. And he gives joy. And there's many other things that we could put in there, but just a few. I think it's good for us to to just look at, at God and see what He has for us. He has everything we need. And sometimes we just kind of live our life and and uh, maybe not as joyful as we could be. But we have so many things to be joyful about and I'm you know preaching this to myself because I want to be a joy-filled Christian at the world because ultimately what we're trying to do is be a light to the world and they need to see Jesus in us. They need to see a joy that is coming from deep inside of us um, that will be an attraction. So may God help us with that to be all that God wants us to be. Trust you are in courage with that.